Bibles tonight and turn over the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter number five. We are uh, in our series on the Holy Spirit, and specifically tonight, we're going to be talking about what we're going to, be, going to entitle the fruit of the Spirit, and so Galatians chapter number five is where we're going to be. Let me mention a couple things real quickly, if I could. I do need to, to meet very, very quickly after the service tonight. This won't take me just a few moments, but I need to meet with our deacons right after the service tonight, not, or after we shake a, a few hands, if our deacons could hang around just for a little bit, that would be a blessing. And then, if you would, be so kind as to pray for Miss Ann's family. Miss Ann lost her brother this week, and uh, somewhat unexpectedly, by the way, and they'll be having his service on Thursday. And so remember remember Miss Ann's family, the Benfield, Benfield family, um, and I know they would appreciate that very, very much. So Galatians chapter five tonight, and um, so we're going to be very brief tonight, uh, and and we're not doing it for the Super Bowl. I, uh, really, <clears throat> just the uh, overall feedback I get from most of our people is you really don't care about it anyway. But um, but anyway, so we're not doing it for that reason. But we're going to talk. We're going to start talking about the fruit of the spirit a little bit. I didn't feel like we could end our series on the Holy Spirit if we didn't talk about the fruit of the Spirit. And so we begin to put this message together, and I'm going to be honest with you, I got so passionate about the introduction to the message, um, I just decided tonight that's all I'm going to give you. I'm just going to give you the introduction. And then either this coming Wednesday or next Sunday night, I'll bring the second part of the message, and we'll, we'll begin on the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, so we'll be, we'll, you know, you be praying and we're going to be try to, uh, trying to follow the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. One of our folks had mentioned to me the other day uh, something about the Sabbath, you know, about going to church on the Sabbath and people who keep the Sabbath and things like that. And so it could be this coming Wednesday night, we're going to talk about why New Testament Christians don't keep the Sabbath. And uh, we're going to be talking about that possibly a little bit this coming uh, Wednesday. So one, one of those two directions we'll be heading. And so we'll pray and ask the Holy Spirit to lead us. But tonight I just want to give you the introduction to uh, what we're entitling the fruit of the Spirit. So Galatians chapter 5. And when you find your place, let's all stand tonight. And again, we'll be brief tonight. You'll be out of here in just a few minutes. And, uh, but whatever you do, just, just because we're not going to necessarily make it to the message part uh, I hope that you'll, boy, I hope you'll give me a great hearing tonight because this first part is uh, so important. Galatians 5 and verse number 16. Notice what the Apostle Paul says to the church of Galatia. And of course, he's under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says in verse 16, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Now we could just, you know what? Scripture just preaches itself, doesn't it? And hey, you ever felt that battle going on in your life between the forces of good and the forces of evil? And that's what's going on here. The Bible says that the spirit lusts against the flesh, the flesh against the spirit, uh, verse 18, but if you be led of the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, stri uh, wrath, strife, 
seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. We'll stop there tonight for a second time. You may be seated. And I'm just going to give you the introduction, all right, to the message tonight. And we're going to be on our way. And, and uh, so, it, listen, if we get you out early enough, uh, I want everybody to raise your right hand now and make a vow that you will not watch the halftime show. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> That's between you and the Holy Spirit, but I can promise you this, the Holy Spirit don't want you to watch it. I can promise you that. Uh, let's talk about the fruit of the Spirit a little bit tonight, okay? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we love you, and thank you so much for your, your uh, blessings, and it's been a good day today. Father, it's been a solid day, and we just thank you for your presence. Thank you for giving us of your precious Holy Spirit. Lord, the music's been wonderful today. The singing's been great. Fellowship's been second to none. Lord, it's been a good day today. And now, Lord, I pray that you'll knit our hearts together for a few moments as we learn what I believe really could be a life-changing truth. And God, I pray that this live stream would just take on a new power tonight because I know a lot of folks are watching by live stream this evening. And Lord, I pray that you'd help this message to go out across the, uh, the live stream and the internet. And, uh, and then, Lord, I pray that it would, it would definitely find its resting place right here among our, our church folk tonight. And, uh, Lord, you've already used this in my life personally. And now I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'd help me in communicating this truth to your people. Please fill us with the Spirit of God now and help us, we pray. We love you, Lord, and praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, and for his sake, amen. Now, one of the attributes of a spirit-filled Christian is that God's Holy Spirit begins bearing his fruit through your life. Listen to what our Bible says in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 16. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. Now, the implication there is this, that there's gonna be some fruit. If you're genuinely born again, there's gonna be some fruit. I'm not saying that you're gonna be uh, super Christian. I'm not saying that you're gonna be, you know, that you're gonna be as, uh, as in fact, you're not gonna be. You're not gonna be as spiritual uh, and as mature as those that have been saved for 40 and 50 years uh, and, and that kind of thing, but there's gonna be some fruits. In fact, the Bible says in Matthew 7, verse number 20, wherefore by their fruits, ye shall know them. And so that's not us judging. That's what the word of God says, that we're gonna know people by their fruits. If they're, if they're living in the spirit, if they're walking in the spirit, uh, if they're genuinely born again, there is going to be some type of fruit. Uh, you're gonna know them by their fruits. On the flip side of that message, the attributes of a lost person are manifested by the works of the flesh. They're also manifested by some fruits. 
but not the same kind of fruits. Uh, we, we see that again right there in Galatians 5.19. And maybe, maybe we'll go back here in a few weeks and maybe what we need to do is really break these up and just, just go through and really explain to you what all of these are. But Galatians 5.19, the Bible says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft. You say, a pastor, is there still such a thing as witchcraft? Oh my, yes, in a big, big way. Witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna delve into all these things. We're gonna talk about the fruits of the Spirit, fruit of the Spirit, and we might even talk about the works of the flesh and what, what each one of those mean. But tonight I wanna just give you the introduction to the message. And I really believe this, I really believe that here in Galatians chapter five, when we read it tonight, whether you know it or not, but we really read something that is incredibly, incredibly significant to our Christian life. And here's what it is. If you and I are going to bear the fruit of the Spirit, it is absolutely imperative, and I cannot emphasize that enough, it is imperative that we are walking in the Spirit. If we're gonna bear the fruit of the Spirit, we must walk in the Spirit. We say, preacher, I saw that, I read it, but didn't think much about it. Oh, listen to me. This is big stuff right here. Now, look back at your Bibles again, Galatians chapter five and verse number 16. Look what our Bible says. This I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Look down to verse number 25. Galatians 5, verse 25. The apostle Paul says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Now, I'm not gonna have you go there, but Romans chapter eight and verse number one, listen to Romans eight and verse number one. The Bible says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Romans chapter eight and verse number four. The Bible says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, there's a key word that we read there tonight and it is the word walk, walk. We are challenged to walk in the spirit. If we're gonna bear the fruit of the spirit, we're challenged to walk in the spirit. Again, the key word is walk not step, not step. Then you say, Pastor, I'm not following you. Well, hang in there with me. I think you will here in just a little bit. Let's just say that, uh, let's just say that you visit your doctor and uh, he runs some tests on you and puts you on the treadmill and hooks all those wires up to you and he's got his little TV screens there and, and, uh, and, he, and he says to you, uh, you know what, your health is not really where it needs to be and uh, how much are you exercising? And you say to the doctor, well, doc, I, I, I don't exercise very much. And the doctor says to you, listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you to come back and see me in six months. But, uh, but during that time, I want you to walk at least three times a week. And I want you to walk 20 minutes a day, three times a week, at least three times a week, 
20 minutes a day. And I want you to do that every single week for the next six months. And when you come back and see me, we're gonna recheck you and see how your health is doing. Now, here's the thing. If you only take a step, you come back in in six months and the doctor says, man, how you doing? And you say, well, doc, I took a step. And the doc said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I didn't tell you to take a step. I told you to walk. Man, I, I told you three times a week, 20 minutes a day, you've you got to get out, you got to walk. Man, your heart's not healthy. You're not breathing good. Your lungs are not good. Your body's not healthy. You need to walk. And you'll say, well, doc, I took a step. But that's, that's all you did. You can't expect great results if all you do is take a step. Now, again, we're gonna be very brief tonight, but hear me out. The implication here is a great implication. The implication is one of spiritual activity. In other words, what the Bible is saying is this, that if you and I are gonna bear the fruit of the Spirit, we need to be spiritually active. We need to be active. Listen, we don't need to be taking a step. We need to be active. Now, let me see if I can explain that, if I can illustrate. Stacy, can I use you just a minute? Hop up here if you will. And let me see if I can illustrate what I'm talking about tonight. I want to illustrate the difference between a step and walking. All right, so Stacy, here's what we're going to do. In just a moment, I want you to point that way, all right? And I'm going to point this way, okay? And when I give you the signal, I want you to take a step, and I'm going to walk. You got it? Got it. All right, okay. Here we go, ready? One, two, three. Okay. All right, now, I want you to just stay with me, okay? Stay with me. Hey, there's a difference. There's a difference in taking a step and taking a walk. Are y'all following me? Hey, can you hear that air cascading through the microphone? Can you hear that? You know why that is? Because I didn't just take a step. I'm walking. I'm walking. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes, if we're not careful, thank you, Brother Stacy. if we're not careful, we read something in the Bible and we just pass right over it and we pay very little attention to it. And here's what the Bible is telling us. If you and I are gonna bear the fruit of this, okay? How many wanna bear the fruit of the Spirit? Yeah, if you wanna bear the fruit of the Spirit, if you want people to see the Spirit of God bearing His works through you, we cannot just take a step, we gotta walk. We gotta walk. We gotta be spiritually active. Now, wait a minute now. I just put my finger on the reason some folks aren't bearing any fruit. And I just put my finger on the reason some folks are struggling. Some folks are struggling. We have people who came here in March during our revival and got born again. And now, and they're like, preacher, I don't, I don't know what's wrong. I, I mean, I believe I got saved in the revival, but I, I'm just, I'm not growing. I'm not bearing fruit. I'm struggling. I can tell you exactly what's wrong. You're taking a step when you're supposed to be walking. Somebody says, well, you know what, preacher, I, I took a step. I don't know why I'm not growing. You know why you're not growing? You're not doing what the Bible says. If you're gonna grow in the spirit, if you're gonna bear the fruit of the spirit, you gotta get active, man. You gotta get with it. You gotta expend some energy. You can't just be there and sit on the couch and be a spiritual couch potato. Man, you've gotta get off your duff and get with it. That's what I'm saying. Hey, walk in the spirit. Now, the Bible's teaching us something great here. It really is. And here's the great truth we're learning. 
that you and I must be consistent in our Christian walk. That's the difference in walking and taking a step. Brother Stacy took a step, but I was walking. You know what walking implies? Walking implies a consistent step after step after step after step after step after step. Now, church, I'm going to tell you something. I'm telling you tonight why some Christians are rooted, but they are not fruited. They are saved, but they are not bearing fruit because you don't bear fruit and you don't bear the fruit of the Spirit by stepping. You bear the fruit of the Spirit by walking by spiritual activity. Listen, if you're gonna bear spiritual fruit, you must walk in your church attendance. L listen to this. Listen to Hebrews 10, 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together has the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Somebody says, preacher, I don't know why I'm not growing. I know exactly why you're not growing. Because you're stepping in your church attendance. Well, preacher, I come at least once every three weeks. Well, thank you for taking a step. But you're not walking. Amen. You see, walking is Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, revival, conference, youth activity, ladies meeting, healing hearts ministry, choir practice, uh, and, and prayer meetings and whatever else we have going on. It's that consistency. It's walking and walking and walking. And as you're, as you're walking in the Spirit, you're, you're gonna bear the fruit of the Spirit. What are you saying, preacher? You must walk in your church attendance. You must walk in your Bible reading. Listen to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Study, study. Now, church, again, this is so simple tonight. I know it is. This is something that... Second graders can understand, but the Bible doesn't say read a verse. It says study. There's a difference in reading a verse and studying. Now, again, the idea, active, man, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In other words, you can't read your Bible once a month and expect to bear the fruit of the Spirit. It's not gonna happen. You've gotta walk. You've gotta be active. You've gotta expend some energy. Listen, you must walk in your prayer time if you're gonna bear fruit of the Spirit. How about Psalm 55, verse 17? Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry loud and, and he shall hear my voice. There's that idea of, uh, of consistency every day, every night, every day, day in and day out and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Listen, you must walk in your involvement in a ministry. Listen to Romans chapter 12, verse 11. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. <laughs> Listen, y'all see where I'm going with this? Hey, brother, it's not just showing up every now and again and expect some kind of a miraculous growth. It's not gonna happen. You've gotta walk, man. You've gotta get with it. You've gotta expend some energy, spiritually speaking. Hey, you must walk in your personal evangelism. Acts 5.42, and daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Now, I would just ask us tonight, are you walking in the spirit?
Are you walking? Man, are you walking? Are you consistent? Are you consistent in your church attendance? Are you consistent in your Bible reading? Are you consistent in your prayer time? Are you consistent with your giving? Are you consistent with your prayer life? Are, are you consistent? That's what walking is all about. Boy, no wonder Enoch was considered such a righteous man. Because our Bible tells us in Genesis 5.24, and Enoch walked with God. No wonder Noah was considered a righteous person. Our Bible tells us in Genesis 6 verse 9, and Noah walked with God. He didn't just take a step, he walked with God. No wonder, no wonder the Christians in Berea were considered more noble than those in Thessalonica. For the Bible tells us in Acts 17, 11, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Now, I told you we're gonna be brief. We are, we're almost done. And I'm gonna tell you something, church. And I hope everybody's listening to me on the internet tonight. When you get used to, when you get used to regular walking, and then you change to being still. It's not healthy. So you're here tonight. Let's say you're 30, 40, 50, whatever the case may be. Man, you've always had a regular diet of walking, activity. Say, preacher, get up in the morning and, you know, I've got a regiment, you know, that I go through, get on the treadmill or my wife and I, we walk down the road, you know, we walk a mile or two every day or I get home from work, you know, and I get on the bike and I, you know, I'm active and, and I work in the garden and, and uh, you know, man, I'm used to hoeing the weeds out and, and uh, man, just, you know, perspiring and sweating and, and, and I'm used to activity and you're, you're used to that, you know, for years and years. And then all of a sudden one day you just decide I'm just going to sit on the couch and I'm going to watch television. And that's all I'm going to do. You know what's going to happen? You, my friend, are going to go downhill. You know why? You quit walking. Hey, listen. You're watching on the internet tonight, struggling. You might be struggling because you quit walking. When you lose that activity, when you lose that, that, uh, that walking in the spirit, listen, it's not healthy. My wife and I, a few weeks ago, uh, we were out, you know, we, we flew out west to visit with the kids a little bit. And, uh, and we were trying to, you know, we were trying to be economical. And so I told her, I said, honey, I said, you know what? We're not even gonna, we're not even gonna rent a car. We're just gonna rent a car one day. We, we drove over to the Grand Canyon and Hoover Dam. And so we rented a car to, to do that. And I said, listen, we're not past that. We're, if we can, we're not even gonna rent a car. We're just gonna walk everywhere. And so that's what we did. Uh, one day we rented a car and the rest of that time, man, we just walked. You can ask her. We walked and walked and walked. I mean, literally, I'm not making this up. We walked for miles. We walked for miles. She didn't know I was going to preach this tonight. But this week she said, honey, we need to get back to walking. And this is what she said. I felt so much better when we were walking. You know why so many Christians are weak? and anemic, and not bearing the fruit of the Spirit, you know why? Somewhere along the line, they quit walking. If we're gonna bear, listen, if we're gonna bear the fruit of the Spirit, we gotta do more than just take a step. 
We got to do more than just show up for a service. We got to do more than just read a verse. We got to do more than just, you know, just say a, some kind of a little prayer. Man, we got to walk. We got to be consistent, consistent. Now, listen, if you're here tonight and the Holy Spirit's dealing with your heart, oh, listen, this is, and this is such a simple message, but this is all I'm saying. Man, just determine tonight on, uh, what is this, the 12th, February the 12th, 2023, that by the grace of God for the rest of your life, man, you're just gonna be a consistent Christian. And Lord, if you'll help me every day, I'm gonna read your word. And every day, I'm gonna spend time in prayer. And Lord, if you'll help me, we'll be in church every time the doors swing open. And man, unless we're providentially hindered or, or sick or something, man, we're not, gonna, we're not gonna miss. I mean, we're gonna be active in the will of God and serving the Lord. And as you walk in the spirit, you know what's gonna happen? The spirit of God is gonna begin bearing his fruit through your life. Now, what is that fruit? Well, the, the, the first one is love. Now, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to break that down in so many ways. And, uh, hey, you know what? I think you're going to really get a blessing out of it, and I think you're going to see some things you've never seen before in your life. And so whatever you do, don't miss the next, the next study. Let's bow our heads tonight. Father, we love you, and thank you so much for your word. And, God, thank you for the simplicity of your word. And Lord, sometimes if we're not careful, we'll read over a scripture and God, we totally miss it. Lord, there's a reason, there's a reason in four different verses, at least four different verses, the Bible says we're to walk. We're to walk in the spirit. We're to walk in the spirit. We're to get active. We're to be busy. We're to be consistent step after step after step after step, faithful day after day, week after week, year after year. Lord, that's where growth comes from. And that's where bearing the fruit of the Spirit comes from. So Lord, tonight, I pray tonight that you would just, I pray that you'd help something to resonate in the hearts and the minds of our people. And Father, tonight we'd have some folks who say, by the grace of God, I'm gonna walk. By the grace of God, I'm gonna be consistent in my Christian life. I'm going to be consistent, not going to be up and down, not going to be in and out, not going to be, you know, just a fair weather Christian, sometimes in, sometimes out. Oh, no. No, by the grace of God, I'm going to walk step by step by step by step by step. I'm going to be faithful to the Lord and let the Spirit of God bear fruit through my life. Father, I pray that you'll take this simple, simple thought. And I pray you'll hit it home in the hearts of our people tonight. And we thank you. Let's all stand tonight. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. And uh, hey, the altars are open. If you need an altar, altars are open. Maybe tonight, somebody just needs to tiptoe down to this old fashioned altar and just say, Lord, if you'll help us, we're gonna be consistent. I don't mean you're going to be super Christian, but you'd say, Lord, we're going to be consistent. We're going to walk in the Spirit. By the grace of God, Satan's not going to get us out. We're going to read our Bible every day. We're going to spend time with God every day. We're going to pray every day. We're going to try to be a witness on a weekly basis. Consistence, consistence. Father, again, we thank you 
Thank you for this simple thought tonight. Lord, I pray that you'll use it. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Right before we go tonight, I wonder if there might be one here this evening who would say, Pastor, if I died tonight, I'm not sure that I would go to heaven. I don't know that I'm saved and going to heaven. Is there one anywhere like that tonight and I could pray for you? Just slip your hand up and let me see it. I, I want to pray for you tonight. Is there one like that, preacher? If I died, I'm not sure I'd go to heaven. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? All right. As far as I can tell, I don't see any hands tonight of the lost. All right. So let me ask you this. With heads bowed and eyes closed. Is there anybody here tonight? Nobody looking. And you'd say, preacher, would you do me a favor? Would you pray for me that I would walk in the Spirit? Sometimes I'm not as consistent as I need to be. And preacher, I want you to pray for me that I'll walk, that I'll be consistent, consistent in my Christian life so God's Holy Spirit can bear His fruit through me without anybody looking tonight. You just slip your hand up and say, Pastor, remember me, remember me, remember me. I want to be consistent. I want to be consistent. I want to walk in the Spirit. A lot of hands, a lot of hands around the room tonight. Oh, listen, man, I want to be consistent. I want to walk. Sometimes people say, what, you know, why do y'all have church on Sunday night? It's called walking. People say, why do you all have revival day after day after day? It's called walking. Why do you all have those youth activities down there? It's called walking. Energy, busy, expending some energy, going forward because we want the Spirit of God to bear fruit through our life. Well, you can look up this way. We're going to sing this little chorus before we go tonight. And so you sing it and mean it tonight. Let's sing it. Ready? Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Sing it now. Melt me mold me fill me use me spirit of the living God fall fresh on me amen I hope that's your prayer tonight and I hope you'll go away thinking about that this evening all oh, this Calvary let's walk in the spirit walk in the spirit you know, sometimes I think sometimes people expect me to give them some kind of a magic little potion or some kind of a magic little formula. You know, preacher, how do you, you know, how do you do what you do? You know, how do you, uh, how do you grow? You know, how do you get where you are? Which I'm, well, you don't want to be where I am. You want to be way past that. But sometimes people are like, you know, preacher, I don't just know how to, you know, what, what, what's the magic that you do to get where you are? There's no magic to it, friend. You just walk. Just walk. 